the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, excuse me. Good morning, everybody. (coughs) Gosh darn. I haven't coughed in five years, and all of a sudden I have to cough then. I'm sorry about that. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. And uh, for the next two hours, we're going to talk about car repair. Andy, you want to tell them who you are while I finish? (laughs) Are you all right over there? You need some coffee, a drink? Andy's my daughter. She's sitting here next to me. Why don't you tell them what you do for a living, which is really nothing, but go ahead and tell them anyway. (laughs) I'm pretty much a full-time babysitter. Oh, of? Of of the men here. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. And and I did notice that on your email the other day, a full-time babysitter at the Boys at Salem Boys. Uh Uh-huh. And I erased that. I thought I'd do that for you in case you got in trouble. <laughs> really, what do you do here besides, oh. like your mother? You're on those shopping networks oh, a lot. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Oh, I handle all the payroll and books and day-to-day, that kind of stuff. But... Accounts receivable, accounts payable. Mm-hmm. You, you handle staff. You handle the paperwork for insurance and the 401ks and all that other kind of stuff. So um, do you ever have the situation where you think you're talking to somebody and you think that they may wish that they could talk to a man? And I know you answer the phone a lot. Mm -hmm. Or or have we had women in our organization long enough to where the people that call in kind of trust your judgment and because I know you make a lot of appointments. Yeah. Um, I think for the most part, um, everybody is pretty good about talking to me. There are some times that you run into where just the interaction, you can tell that they're, they don't really want to talk to me or a female and that's okay. So typically I just pass those off. Okay. Now, now who would you pass those off to a service writer or Alan, your brother? Yeah. Okay. Or Eddie, or just depending on what their problem in question is. Okay. All right. Because that does happen um, sometimes. Yeah. Pretty much, uh, I don't know, sometimes is the right word, but uh, it does happen a lot. Yeah, every now and again. I mean, it's. I don't see it every week, but uh, there is definitely, it's happened, you know, Yeah. a few times. Well, it's sometimes uh, I get women and they want to talk to a lady mm-hmm. because they know we have ladies. Yeah. And, and so I'll pass them to you or, or your mother or Jeff in parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I might as well get him while I can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm kind of a punching bag around here. They make fun of me. I'm allowed to make yeah. fun of them. <clears throat> yeah. I am really proud uh, mm-hmm. of the parts guys, though, because 
um, him and John. Yeah. I mean, they pull rabbits out of their hats once a week. Yeah. They find stuff that we, you remember that one motorhome we were working on the rear axle? Oh, yeah. Those cone. Those uh, cone. Cone nuts. Centering nuts. Yeah. Yeah. We were working on a 1980-something bounder, Mm -hmm. and it had a special rear end. We identified the rear end. We had to replace the axle because somebody had beat on the axle, and as a result of them beating on it, we had to beat on it to get it out. Mm -hmm. We were lucky we didn't damage the drum. Mm -hmm. So we had to find an axle, and we had to find all the hardware to put that axle back together. And it took him almost two weeks to find that stuff. And he ended up having the axle shipped out of the Midwest. Mm -hmm. And he found the cones and the nuts in Washington State. Yeah, and the special thing about those nuts were they were kind of a C-shaped. They weren't completely circular. They had a slit in them. So as you tightened it down, they... It pushed together. The C kind of became an O, if you will. Mm-hmm. So. And they were cones. They had a slit. Yeah. And as you tighten them up, they they close their mouth, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. They would close and hold that drum mm-hmm. centered on the on the lug nuts. And and it was kind of amazing because I asked him. I said, "What process did you go?" And he said, "The first thing I did is I wanted to find somebody who had some parts books for the 80s, late 80s, and early 90s mm-hmm. for differentials. And that's a Dana Dana rear end." He says. The real key to finding the part was finding the part number first. Yeah. And he said, it, it's a situation where once you find the part number, then you can start Googling that part number, and then you can find the transition to the next part number, the next part mm-hmm. number, and the next part number. And then pretty soon as you Google those part numbers, one after the other, you find more and more possibilities. Yeah. Now, the other day, I don't know if I told you, 602-508-0960, if you'd like to talk about cars, you're more than welcome. The other day, I told you that we had a customer call in after he had had some work done, mm-hmm. and he wanted to talk to me, and he said, I'm, I want to talk to you about a parts price, and I says, you know, I'm happy to do that, and he says, I noticed that you listed your parts on your work order, and I said, we do. We do because we don't want to hide the part mm-hmm. number. We want to identify the part number because that helps us more than that hurts us. All it does is hurt us when people Google the part number, and they go, oh, well, he made $8 on that you know, $8 part. So the idea is, is his complaint was, is I looked up that part number on the internet and I can buy both of those axles for what you charged me for one. So I pulled the receipt and I said to him, what you're saying isn't true mm-hmm. because I, I I paid 180 for both of them mm-hmm. and not independent of one another. Therefore, the price that it transitions to is less than what or is is less than what you're suggesting. Mm-hmm. He said he could buy both of them for um see it was 180 dollars for the pair and I think we paid 246 for the pair. Yeah, so, so it, it was. I remember it was quite a ways off. Or, yeah. yeah, and well, you, I think you tracked down the receipt yeah. for me. So when you're when you're dealing with your car repair shop, it's true that you can buy a water pump on the internet for eight dollars cheaper than the repair shop. The difference being between your water pump and our water pump is ours has a warranty with it. Mm-hmm. Part of the markup on the parts is to cover the warranty. Yeah. So we're using some of the parts profit. If your water pump, let's say we put an alternator on your car and we give you a year warranty on your alternator. If the alternator fails in six months, we have to put a new alternator on. We have to test it, verify it's bad, replace the alternator, perform the labor, and do that all for free. Mm -hmm. 
and really we're working off the parts markup when we do that. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, basically we're wiping out all the profit on that one work order. Yeah. With the exception, I think our, our cost on technicians is virtually 80% of the labor. By the time we pay all their, their insurance and their 401ks and their uniforms and all their training and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. we're probably up in the 80% range on the labor side. But the idea is, is that's the difference. If you bring your own water pump and the water pump leaks six months later, you're SOL. Yeah. There's just nothing that, that the shop's going to do for you if you brought your own water pump. Yeah. So that happens enough that it's worth mentioning. Yeah, it happens absolutely. Enough. And <clears throat> I think a lot of those, you know, part of the parts that we provide, we know are known good quality parts. So sure, you can go get a water pump off the internet for, you know, a whole lot cheaper maybe, but it's not going to be the quality and and doesn't have the warranty like you stated. Well, and you, you were dealing with an aftermarket warranty company the other day. Yeah. And folks, I have never been a fan of aftermarket warranty because first of all, your impression is is that all you're going to do is pay the deductible, which is 50 or $100. Mm -hmm. By the time this aftermarket warranty company was done, mm -hmm. do you remember what his out-of-pocket expense was? Yeah, it was on an engine job, let me just say that, okay. first of all. Um, and it was, I want to say, 1500 to $2,000. Right. I thought it was closer to two, but his out-of-pocket expense, because, first of all, they would only pay us $89 an hour 85. in labor. 85 mm -hmm. an hour in labor. So that's 15 plus uh, another 15 So let's call it $30 an hour he had to make up. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't pay for the Freon. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't pay for the coolant. They wouldn't put, pay, pay for any seals or gaskets. They wouldn't pay shop supplies or environmental charges. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to send us the motor. Yeah. And not only did they want us to send the motor, but they wouldn't let us make any money on it. And, but they wanted us to warranty the motor. Mm -hmm. And we told them, we're not, doing, we're not warrantying your motor. Yeah. We get those motors that look like that they come from a wrecking yard that they've been washed and painted. And they've been represented as a rebuilt engine. But a rebuilt engine has no carbon on top of the pistons. The rebuilt engine has <clears throat> no sludge uh, in the crankshaft area. And any good technician can look at a rebuilt motor and look at a used motor and know the difference quickly. Yeah. But and I think the biggest thing for those kind of situations, too, is we truly are looking out for the customer's best interest. That that letting the extended warranty dictate the repair, bring send us parts that we don't know where they came from, how good they are, anything like that is not in the customer's best interest in the long run. And 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 when you get to an aftermarket warranty, of course, this was a situation folks that was actually double touchy. Mhm. Mm Customer A owned the vehicle, and he wanted to send, sell it to his buddy, let's call him Mr. B. Mm -hmm. Well, customer A brings the car in, and the motor's wiped out. <clears throat> Mr. B wants to buy the truck and the motor. Well, he wants to buy the truck, but he wants to use Mr. A's aftermarket warranty to put the engine in. Yes. Well, he's going to be responsible for the almost $2,000. Yes. Well, he's real wound up tight about that mm -hmm. because the a customer A had said to him, all I've got is a 50 or or $100 warranty and take it to Salem's and he'll he'll do everything for you for 100 bucks." So we call the warranty company. We announce we've got the car here. We diagnose the car. We prepare our estimate. We present it to them. They turn around and just cut our estimate virtually in half or not a little bit. But at least a third. Yeah. Then they tell us what they will pay and won't pay. Then we create the difference. And then you call Mr. B and tell him your portion is this, and this is what they're going to pay. And between yours and theirs, we're whole. Yeah. And 
And of course, people don't like to hear that. Yeah, and and the other thing is in that situation is customer B, if he ends up purchasing that vehicle and there's any issues, the, the warranty company is not going to. It's I don't believe it's transferable. No. So you're right. They're not. You know, if in six months he has a problem with the engine, then they're they're not going to do anything. Then he's really going to be. Well, the shop's going to have to lie about who owns the engine or yeah. who owns the car because they always want to see the registration yeah. and the insurance card. Yeah. So we're going to have to lie or make one up or something like that. That's what the shop's going to have to do. We don't do that. So we're going to have to lie about that. The shop is going to have to lie about that. They're going to have to kind of backdate everything in order to get it into that umbrella. Yeah. And when the car transfers, these companies can go to Carfax and see the transfer. Oh, yeah. Of, of ownership, you know, seven to ownership eight. So it's not something that's going to make it easy to do. Yeah. And the other thing was in the beginning, they originally declined this altogether. Mm-hmm. Um because the vehicle, it was a truck, and it had aftermarket wheels and tires, mm-hmm. which had nothing to do with the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had some modifications in that sense, and so they declined it. But I think the the customer, you know, okay. talked to somebody there, and then they ended up saying, okay, we'll take care of some portion of it. I think, too, they, they asked us to send them some pictures. And they ask our staff about what caused this engine to fail. Mm-hmm. We see that all the time. We had a Dodge dealer in town the other day uh, cancel the transmission uh, repair because of oversized tires. And what it really caused the failure of the transmission was a loose bolt inside the transmission. That's yeah. what caused it. It had nothing to do with the tires and wheels. So yeah. now there's lawyers involved and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Ted, you stay right there because you're our first caller. Anybody else, you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. When we come back... Andy, my daughter, who is the uh, boss of our company, and my, my name is Mark Satan. We'll take your call. We'll be right back right after this. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. The Robert Graham Show, an insider's look. Politics, you can ignore it. You can be a passive bystander, and you can kind of watch these games play out around the country, or you can engage and be an active participant in something that's actually going to mean something. From the chairman of the Arizona GOP. We'll talk about Arizona. We'll talk about the world economics and things that are impacting the U.S. We'll look at the things that really matter to you. Sundays at 7 a.m. Brought to you by IQ Wealth Management and Steve Jurich. Steve Jurich, your imagination. 
safe and secure IRA rollover with a 10% to 15% upfront bonus with a guaranteed growth rate on your income account of up to 6% to 10%. Rather than dumping your 401k or IRA into a market destined to fall and fall hard, imagine never having to take another market-related loss as long as you live. You've worked too hard and saved too long to throw away your money now. Call me today or visit TrustIQWealth.com. That's TrustIQWealth.com. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. No? How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Huh. Flu season is here and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Patriot app tip number three. Listening to Seth Liebson from 6 to 8 and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of uh, 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me here is Andy Salem. And we're here to take care of your car questions and car problems. Ted, like I promised, we're going to take you first. How can I help you today? Well, I have a 2005 Chrysler 3 being convertible. I don't drive it very much. Uh, I have 76,000 miles on it. And uh, I've put 1,000 miles on it since the last oil change, and that was in May 2013. That's over three years ago. And my question is, uh, is it okay to keep driving uh, driving the car uh, in light of the fact it's been three years since I've had the oil change, but it's only been a thousand miles. Well, I've got a couple of comments. Do you know if you used a conventional oil, a semi-synthetic oil, or a synthetic oil in that car at the last oil change? I'm pretty sure it's conventional. If that's the case, I'm going to tell you what I tell my mom. Once a year, I want to do your oil change in April or May, right before summer. I don't care how many miles you've driven. Now, conventional is good from three to five. Semi-synthetic's good from 5 to 7, and then synthetic is 7 to up to 12,000. So depending on your mileage, and it sounds like to me that you're, you're hardly, you said 1,000 miles since last year. So In the I, last, in, in three years. In three years. So, yes, I would still have it changed annually because as the temperatures go up and down, we're going to create moisture, and moisture creates rust and moisture, and you're not driving it enough to get the engine temperature above. By the way, when does water boil? 
Well, I when I do drive it, I I bring the car, I bring the engine up to full temperature. Okay, now so that should be like five eighths to three quarters on your gauge. Correct. Okay, good, good for you, good for you. I don't want you to start it and let it run in the garage and shut it off and think that it's going to love you more. No, Just don't do I that. never. No, I never okay. do that. I'm still of the opinion. Uh, how much is a conventional oil change today? Oh, synthetic here is forty dollars out the door. Yeah, I would say it's probably about thirty. Okay, so you're talking nineteen to thirty dollars once a year. Plus, what you get once a year is is an inspection of the tires and the inflation, and then all the fluids, belts, and hoses. How many? And you had seventy-six thousand on it, so you're approaching the eighty thousand mile mark where I get uncomfortable with belts and hoses. Mm -hmm. And and so I, you're approaching the eleven year mark. Um, no, 12-year mark. We're coming up, yeah, yeah. Coming up on 12 years. So if you're going to keep the car, may and I'll tell you what, when is the best time of the year, Andy, to do belts and hoses? Probably right before summer. Exactly. It's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of slow. So we blow out a summer really, really big, and then from November to about the middle of January is kind of slow. Yeah. You'll find your best deals then because people will want the business, and they're likely to shave off a little bit of parts and labor. So I do the hoses and belts at the appropriate time, but I just stick with once a year, and I just do it in April or May. Okay? Sounds good. Good luck to you, Ted. Thank you very much. Real quick to follow up on that, what would you, would there be any difference if it was full synthetic? A customer asked us that the other day. He came in, he had a Corvette, and he has he runs full synthetic in it, but doesn't put many miles on it. So what would you say for something f- full synthetic? See, it, it's a waste of money to do, do a full f- synthetic when you're doing 6,000 because semi-synthetic will cover your needs. Mm-hmm. Plus, the difference at our facility is it's probably $30 for conventional, 40 for a semi-synthetic. This is out the door, tax and license and all that crap. And then a full synthetic can run you between 59 and 75 depending on the brand you want. Yeah. And, and... Some other shops will go up to $100 on a synthetic yeah. oil change. So why would you, I mean, the comfort zone is just one year. So let's just put the oil in for the one year. So probably you would recommend on something like that, maybe put a semi-synthetic in it and yep. do it once a year. Because yep. there's no point in running full synthetic price-wise. And he's draining out the full synthetic when it hasn't even reached its maturity. Yeah. And anywhere close to its yeah. maturity. So. This portion of On the Hood is brought to you by SNS Tire and Auto Service. There are three shops, and they opened up in 1976. They're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. At SNS, they have a comprehensive line of tires and many, many different brands. They have any tire you want personal vehicle, farm equipment, golf equipment, lawn and garden equipment, ATVs, trailers, commercial tires, and construction tires. I I don't know of another tire category that's not in that group. SNS is going to balance your new tires. They do alignments and suspension work. So if you're in the West Valley, stop by SNS and get a number from them. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that they are very, very competitive. SNS Tire, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. Hal, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. Uh, uh, I went to get uh, an emission check on my uh, 2003 Ford Focus, and uh, they handed me a slip. They said, well, we can't check it. There's no charge. you got to drive it for a drive cycle. Uh, they said about uh, 100 miles and bring it back. So... Uh, uh, I said, well, why would that be? They said, well, maybe somebody disconnected the battery or 
something or other. I did ask my daughter. She said she jumped the car, and that might have done it. However, after I drove the car about 100 miles, took it back, and it still didn't, uh, they couldn't check it. They said it wasn't scanning. Okay. So uh, uh, then I took it I took it to uh, one one mechanic that I know, and he, he uh, hooked up a, a scanner, and he said that it's the computer. So I went and got a second opinion from another mechanic, and he said the same thing. He said it's a computer. But I didn't want to have them do anything till I spoke to you. Oh well, thank uh, you. Now I, I went on, I went online, and I see that there are places in the country where they say send. Send. Uh, by the way, is the ECM the computer I'm talking about? Yes, it is. Okay, so it's uh, they say uh, you uh, send. Uh, you can you can mail the uh, the ECM to them, and they repair it. They charge two hundred bucks and send it back to you. Now, uh, I'd like something like that, but I wanted to know if you know anybody locally that does that. Okay, I have a couple of comments for you. Um, okay. Here's, here's the harm in what your plan is. Two guys are guessing, and you're going to take their guess and run with it. So you're going to buy a $200 computer, and you have to take yours out. That's going to cost money. And it's not like unplugging, uh, you know, unplugging a floppy out of your uh, out of your computer. It's far from that. So yeah, someone I already, to... I already uh, checked to see if I could take it out. I, I can. Okay. Uh, so I could actually take it out and hand it to somebody. Okay. So you take it out. You ship it to this guy. He does his magic. He comes back. You pay him two hundred dollars. You plug it in. And what happens if you got the same problem? Oh, I see. And I want to tell you something. It's been a very long time, and we processed 363 cars last month. And it's been a very, very long time since we've put a computer in because the uh, computer wouldn't reset the monitors. And that's what they're talking about. I, I'll tell you what I think. I think you ought to put the car back together, and I think you ought to drive it for two weeks. How long did 100 miles take you? Uh, well, once a week... Uh I, I go out to Chandler. It's 50 miles each way, uh, but I, I'm not going to be going out there. So it, it might take me a week to put okay. 100 miles on it. I want you to drive two weeks. I want you to drive three weeks, and and let's try to reset the monitor. Then you go back to the the technician or the shop that's capable of looking to see if that monitor's reset, and I'll bet you dollars to donut it does. Your going to Chandler back and forth at 50 miles is not going to be enough, and when we get back, you stay right there. When we get back, I'm going to tell you why it's not going to be enough. So the lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Andy, my daughter, who's been in this business since 1990. So she's kind of smart about cars. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Folks, it's me, Billy. If you're worried my wife could win, then this Saturday, November 5th, is the day for you. It's the once-a-year Guns Etc. anniversary event. We have everything you could ever need, and there's one-day-only savings, specials, and giveaways all over the store. I'm talking giveaways with no purchase necessary on Mossberg, Springfield Armory, Sig Sauer, and Benellas, a free box of ammo with every gun purchase. Buy two boxes of ammo, get one free. Raffle drawings where someone wins every 30 minutes. Manufacturers, experts on site. For one day only, this Saturday, November 5th, from 9 to 7, not only can you stock up in case things don't go well in the election, you can do it for the best prices of the year. I keep my teeth and my goldfish in the same glass. There's going to be sales on cleaning supplies, holsters, eye and ear protection, long-term food, and, of course, selected firearms. There's even a rumor that I'm going to be there. I once got a DUI on a riding mower. That's this Saturday at Guns Etc. located on Alma School just south of Guadalupe and Mesa. You can call me at 480-963-4311. I thought the word cauterized meant to get noticed by a woman. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at SpotSkinCancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. You can't have that feedback. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Andy's sitting here next to me. And, Gil, we just had a button wrong, so we didn't hear you the first time, but we got you now. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair. He's located at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Tom at Action Auto Repair is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop. He's been in the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. No matter what kind of car you drive, Tom and his staff will work with you to get it fixed. If they're not the best guys or if it's a car they don't really shine on, they'll refer you. And that's kind of nice. They have ASC Master Certified Technicians, and they want to help you 
understand what they're doing and why, and so you can make informed decisions. That's Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. Hey, Hal? Yes. Hal, on the, on the drive cycle, that piece of paper they gave you talks about the drive cycle, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Now, I want you to know I'm exaggerating this for the effect of making you understand. Okay. They, they want you to travel at a certain speed for a certain time. They want to see so many what we call heat cycles. That's where you start it up cold and drive it to full operating temperature. They want to see you start and stop so many times, and they want to see different speeds from your car. They want to see 25 and some 45s and some 65s. You're going for, to Chandler and back, and you're not fi filling any of those cups up. And so that's why I want you to use it or give it to somebody to use it, because I don't believe the computer is a good guess, and if you choose to have somebody put in a computer, here's what I want you to do. You look them in the eye and you say to them, I'm not paying for guessing. You better be right. So if you pull this computer out and replace it, and then replace the software in the computer, which is another $125 to $130 because the computer doesn't come with software, then, and that's called coming from the cloud. We're going to hook your car up to the cloud, and the cloud's going to look down at your car and say, oh, oh, I see Hal's car there. It's, to, it's a so-and-so. So then it's going to look in its directory, and it's going to say, well, this is the most updated software for the engine and the transmission. So, and then it's going to send it down to your car, and your car's going to sit there connected to a whole bunch of medical machines while that software comes down. Then you're still going to have to drive it to get the drive cycle in, and then you should pass. But if you don't, you need to tell them, I'm stopping payment on the credit card. I'm not paying for guesses. So if you can't get me through, you can't get me through. Here's my problem. I know that our shop could get you through if I had your car for about a week because we'd just drive the heck out of it and we'd use it as a parts car. If you take your car in and they want to replace the computer, you make sure that transitions about a day or two. Otherwise, if you leave it there a week, they may drive your car get you through and get the monitors to reset, get you an emissions paperwork, and then tell you they put a new computer in it. So I don't know I don't know how trustworthy they are or aren't, but I think it is in your best interest to drive that car a whole lot more um, and not put a 200 and And your and $200 is just the beginning. Even if you do the labor in and out, you still got to have somebody reflash it, and that's another 125 to $150. Have you got a recommendation? Uh, my recommendation is for you. No, it's not. It's not a matter of taking the car and having them drive it. It's just a matter of you or your son or your daughter or your wife or your neighbor to use this car four or five days to go to work and run errands. Okay. So you just uh, you just get somebody you know to put some miles on this. All right, and then after they put the miles on, then what do I do? You go back to the shop and you ask the shop. That one shop that looked at your computer and said, no, you have not reset the monitors, you go back and ask him, have the monitors been reset? If he says yes, zip on down to the emission station and you'll pass. I see. Okay. Uh, now, uh, I uh, the place I took, to, uh, took the car to is out in Chandler, but I'm not going to be traveling there anymore. Can you give me a recommendation that's somewhere close to... Uh, uh, you know the place you just talked about, the uh, action. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, in that area. 
Yeah, no. Action's at I-17 in Deer Valley, and he's on the northwest corner, and then Kurtz Automotive is I-17 in Bell on the northeast corner. Oh, Kurtz. One, Kurtz or, or Action. Either one of those are good guys. All righty. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, Hal, thank you very much. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my favorite transmission shop, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Actually, I have two. Automatic Transmission Exchange, we call them ATE. They've been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Just the other day, Phil and his staff had a car come in, and he had been the customer had been told that it needed a $5,900 transmission. Phil and his staff found three bad engine mounts. They replaced the three bad engine mounts, kind of surprised the customer. Customer drove the car and said, boy, it's fixed. So that's why you have to get a second opinion, but if it's a transmission-related problem, go to Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, ask them to drive your car and see what they think, and then also ask them for an estimate. So they do transmission repairs and replacements, but they also fix your transmission, and they also can fix other things that make it look like your transmission's bad. So 40th Street in Washington, north side of the road, they're open on Saturdays, 8 to 12, for your convenience, automatic transmission exchange. And the phone number, real quick, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. If you have a question, trust me, now's the time to call in. We'll be right back. The Seth and Chris Show, where it's principles and politics. We are on the verge of creating the Department of Marijuana in the state of Arizona. Is that not something we want to reject as Arizonans, just on a common sense basis? <laughs> We've been at this a year and a half, plan. why didn't we think of that? That is just a common sense idea that says, what What are we thinking? This is something we spent the past 30 years just say no, trying to reduce addiction. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Hi, you can't see me because of radio, and I can't see you because I'm totally blind. My blindness doesn't hold me back, but I fight to stay awake during the day because I'm not sleeping through the night. Often, I struggle to concentrate and just keep up. Sound familiar? You're not alone. But this is not a sleep disorder. It's actually 924. Learn about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit LearnMoreNon24.com or call 855-856-2424. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. 
So, Justin, I was playing that video game Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm retired Rear Admiral Jim Simons, former captain of the USS Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to the home of Decision 2016, 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, Andy Salem sitting here next to me, and we're here for another hour, but we've got a bunch of callers. But let me just quickly tell you about Larry Harker's Automotive. Larry Harker's, Bob at Larry Harker's Automotive is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. Eric at Kurtz Auto is just like him, but Bob is just super great. From electrical work to brake service to auto emissions and vehicle maintenance, Larry Harker's at 38th Avenue and Indian School can kind of cover everything to do with your car, both foreign and domestic. They've been in business since 1967. They have been doing good work since 1967, but more important than that, they've evolved to where you want to go if you everybody else has tried and nobody else can fix. We were talking just a few minutes to Hal about he was emissions testing his computer. That would be one of the shops I would take it to is Larry Harker's Auto. Mm-hmm. So if you live anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School and you're looking for the best repair shop, trust me. Larry Harker's Auto would be that shop. Let's uh, Real quick, we were talking about Hal and his computer, and Andy and I were off the air. Mm-hmm. We have never sent a computer out because we do not believe that they can fix the computer. Yes. We don't believe that they can have a magic wand. And, and, and here's the thing. Probably 50% of the computers that are bad, unplugging and plugging them in will fix it. Maybe not that high. Yeah. 25 to 30%. I'm going to change that. 25 to 30% is a bad connection. So by unplugging and plugging in the computer, which is part of the process, that's part of the diagnostic process, then you can cover that. But to have somebody rebuild your computer, we've never done it. And like I say, we process lots of cars. Yeah, it's just a bad idea for him to have one shop diagnose it, then he sends it to another place online, have them rebuild it, repair it, send it back. I mean, there's just so many... He's going opportunities to for disaster. And so at the end of the day, the shop says, you were driving the train yeah. and the train crashed because of you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, no, you diagnosed it. And they say, well, it's not my computer. And then he's going to say, well, I had this guy rebuilt it. And they're going to say, well, tough. It's yeah. not my computer. I didn't. I, so your part could be defective and you have to prove it's my labor yeah. or my diagnosis. Yeah. Or he has other problems that weren't there before. So then. Oh, that's who, a big who, deal. Yeah. Who's, whose fault is that? That's yeah. a big deal. Gordon. Good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. This is uh, my granddaughter's car, so I have not experienced this myself. She just called me this morning, so I got all the information. Okay. It's a 2004 Kia Rio, the four-cylinder automatic. It's got about 113,000 miles on it. 
most of the time, it'll start up for her. She goes to school, starts it up, goes home. Everything's fine. She has no problem, except anytime she stops and puts gas in it. After she puts gas in it, when she tries to start it up, then it'll, <clears throat> it'll crank over and over, but it won't fire. She'll shut it off, let it sit a minute, try it again. She may have to do it three times. When it finally does start, it sputters. She has to keep her foot on the accelerator till I she said the tack's up around 2,000 until it runs for maybe a minute, and then it, and it's fine. So I said, are you running it clear down dry? She says, no, anytime it gets somewhere between a half and a quarter of a tank when she fills up. Okay, I can answer your question. Okay. All right. Andy, you got this? No, I, he just provided a lot of good information. He did. We don't get that very <laughs> no, often. No, no. He did a great job. You're going to tell her that she keeps the, the key on, and she watches the gauge, and she only fills it to three quarters for the next five fill-ups. Okay. And the problem will go away. What's going on here is there is a problem, but she doesn't really have to fix it right now. But there is a problem, and there's a vent on the top of the tank. And we want this, this machine that's connected to the other end of this vent sucks the fumes off the tank, and it sucks the fumes off the tank, pulls them forward, runs them through a canister, and then burns, the, burns them through the engine again. She's not telling you, but she's stuffing the tank, okay? <laughs> she's not telling you that, though. So by stuffing the tank, it's click, 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 click. Oh, she need... has to get to the nearest dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I we, do that. I know. I was going to say, I know we both do we that. Do. <laughs> so, so you're just going to tell her, click it. Uh, I want you to click it at three quarters. Don't let it go past three quarters. The gauge is going to be a little slow, so she's going to have to feed it a little bit slow. I bet the problem goes away. And if the problem goes away, tell her the repair is at least $125. Then she'll start bringing it, she'll shut it off at the first click, probably, and that'll take care of her problem. What's happening is, is she's filling the tank so full that we're sucking liquid fuel into the canister. We're flooding the engine, and that's the reason why it's sputtering. And I'll bet if she would have, if you would ask her, she would have said it blows black smoke during this period of time. That's because we're running raw fuel through the motor, and we shouldn't be. So I just saved you $125 worth of diagnostic if she calls you back and says, hey, Grandpa. I fill it up to three quarters and the problem's gone. Then that'll take care of it. Okay? Uh, does she have to go to three quarters? I mean, if she just stops and puts, you know, ten bucks in and only gets it up to half a tank or something, is that going to do the same thing? Or does, well, I think does it it's need a two-part. Get it up higher. Well, I think it's a two-part process. First of all, let's get her to th fill it up three or four times at three quarters. Okay. Then once we know everything's okay, then she clicks once and shuts it off. If we still have the problem, then either she finds she finds happy medium between the two or she goes and gets it fixed. Okay. All righty. Good what, luck. What's the fix then? Well, the fix is probably going to be that there's a solenoid stuck open or closed because we're supposed to open and close the vent that sucks the fuel off the tank. And we're really not supposed to open and close it right after a fueling. So it sounds to me like we've probably got some vent solenoid that's stuck open. Or it's been disconnected, or it's just simply bad and stuck open. So she doesn't need to deal with that unless she gets a check engine light. If she gets a check engine light, she'll have to deal with it. But let's just figure it out first. Like I said, if you can give this information to the repair shop, they're going to give you a hug because very few people walk in with this kind of stuff. All right. So thank you so much. Thank you, Gordon. Jerry, you're up next. How can I help you? Well, how are you doing this morning, Mark? Good to talk to you. Good. Thank you. Uh, three months ago, Mark, I had uh, my 2012 GMC Sierra, Sierra truck, uh, giving me some problems with the fuel gauge 
And at the same time that I noticed that Bill Gates was not registering correctly, he was either stuck on empty or dumped all the way to, to full. And realized that at the same time when I was uh, noticing that, that I realized that I went ahead and managed my mileage to keep the, uh, keep the uh, gas in the tank to keep me from uh, going dry. But I also noticed that it was uh, giving me some trouble in accelerating and having the transmission shift to, uh, to the next gear. When we finally got a code reader to go ahead and have it uh, diagnosed, it came up with uh, with the fuel pump and and the uh, and the uh, sensor in there. And eventually, uh, just two weeks ago, I had it replaced. The only problem that I have now that that particular shifting problem that I had that was diagnosed at the time when I noticed the fuel gauge uh, going wacky on me, I have not been able to lose that. No matter what speed I happen to be on the road to accelerate. Uh, it, it jerks on me, and then it finally uh, you know, trips and, and, and shifts into okay. gear. And All right. In the okay. All right. The fact of the matter is, is these probably aren't related. Um, okay. But if, you're, if your gauge is working and you're yeah. doing your mileage at the same time, and yeah. when it shows a quarter or empty, it is a quarter of an empty, then boom, we're done with that. Yeah. The transmission, we don't know if it's going to be related till we know what it is. We have to uh-huh. diagnose it. Now, I can't imagine that there's a tie between a bad fuel pump and a bad sender and your transmission right. problem. However, if there's a dashboard problem and we have a speed sensor problem, then the speed sensor dictates what gear it's in. And if the speed sensor says 22, 51, 18, 31, if the speed sensor's hopping all around, the computer's going to be shifting gears based on that. Oh, okay. So what you need to do is, is you need to take it to a transmission shop and take them for a spin and let them do that. Now, you could also have a, a, an ignition misfire. You could also have a bad motor mount because both of those fixes commonly fix what you describe you have. Okay. How many miles do you have on it, Jerry? We got uh, just turned 78,000 miles. Okay. It's kind of early, kind of early. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but nevertheless, what part of town do you live in? I'm in uh, northeast Phoenix. Okay. Bell Road and 52nd Street. I'd probably take it over to Kelly Clark on 40th Street and Bell, and, and not on a Monday morning or a Friday night, and ask them if you could take a technician for a 15-minute ride and demonstrate uh-huh. a problem. Oh, okay. That's what I would do. I don't think they're going to charge you for that. You know what? If Kelly charges you for that, tell him to put it on Mark Salem's bill. <laughs> All right. All right? All right. Let, let, me, let me interject this up. Possibility that I got a, spark, a bed spark plug in there that uh, that would be fired that wouldn't have showed up in the code reader if it had. Oh heck yes! And a code reader is not going to look at serial stream data. Serial stream data is we're looking inside the motor. And we're looking at all the functions. We're not uh-huh. waiting for the motor to raise its hand, turn on the light, and say, "You know what? I think I got this." Yeah. yeah. So serial stream data comes from a piece of equipment that costs forty thousand dollars. We actually get to look and see what's going on. I'm saying you might have an engine misfire. Let's just leave it in that general area. A mi- oh, engine okay. misfire. Just go have Kelly Clark guys drive it, and let's they'll be able to tell you if it's an engine misfire or a bad mount or a transmission problem. Uh, a transmission problem. Okay, Mark. Okay, thank you, Jerry. All right, appreciate it. You betcha. And I'm going to put T.O.T. Kelly Clark at 38. Kelly Clark. Is, at, is that the same year around that uh, Richardson's truck is? Well, did he have a dashboard problem with that where he had... Uh, I don't know what the fix was, but he was having the same type of, you know, misfire, spark plug okay. issue, but I don't know if it's... Well, let, let's not use his first name anymore, but Mr. Richardson's a couple of screws loose anyway. Yeah, no kidding. But he's my one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he's so, one of my friends. That being said, we know he's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, if he's my friend, we're half a bubble off of plum. <laughs> yeah. And he might be a full bubble. Yeah, All right, Gerald, you're up next. How can I help you? Yes, hello. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir, I can. Okay, I have a couple of questions. Uh, I'd like a little bit of understanding about the average fuel miles per gallon computer in my car. Uh, are those things uh, uh, kind of sloppy on their mileage because it doesn't seem to be anywhere close to reality? Okay, it <laughs> it it needs to be about 10% one way or the other. Now, hear me out. 10% one way or another is 10 up or 10 down. That's 20%. I can tell you my truck's getting 13 when the dashboard says 15, but 10% of 13 is 1.3, and 10%, and then that times 2 is 2.6, and so I'm still in that range. So the answer to your question is everybody in the world, there's nobody that matches it because you're probably like me. You do it on paper, and you look at the dash. And and I want to tell you something. I hold 58 gallons, and I've got a tank in the back of the truck that's probably going to, it's going to have another 58 gallons. So I'm going to go a long ways between fuel fill-ups, but after 48,000 miles, I'm still doing 13, and the truck says 50. So, uh, and I've also reprogrammed the computer so it identifies the tires that I have, which is going to change my speedometer. Do you have aftermarket tires or wheels? There, uh, no, I Okay. Well, I have aftermarket tires, yes. Okay. You have to factor in the diameter and circumference of those, and you have to then change the speedometer reading to be be appropriate. What part of town do you live in? Goodyear. Okay. You ever come to Tempe? Rarely, but I could if I had to. Okay. Well, here's what I have to offer you. My son has the most fantastic computer program, and he's going to take your factory tires that are written on the tag on your truck. He's going to take your factory tires, then he's going to take your aftermarket tires, he's going to put it in the computer, and then he's going to build you a new tag. And the new tag will, and the paper and the document that goes with it also says how far your speedometer's off. So if your aftermarket tires are exactly the same size as the OEM tires that's on the tag on your door, then you don't need that tag. There is okay. no difference. But if you if you upsize those tires, he'll do it for you for free. We charge usually $25 to do it, but Alan, you just tell him your name is Gerald, and Mark said he'd do it for free. Okay. What's the name of this, this shop? It's the Salem Boys Auto, and it's at Warner and I-10, Mile East. Warner and I-10, a mile east. Okay. And if you want to, it's 1025 West Warner, 1025 West Warner, 85284. Okay. Okay. Now, I have a question about the tires themselves that's causing the, a lot of road noise. Okay. We only got a minute. We have to hurry. Okay. Uh, the uh, shop told me that I need new shock absorbers. I have a little bit of cupping on the inside rib of, of both tire, front tires. Okay. I disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. Well, first of all, I'm not going to shortchange you because I want you to hang on. And Robert, if you'd hang on, I'll get you next too. Um, because I only have 30 seconds to go. But I'm, I'm going to ask you some more questions uh, about the rear tires and are they showing cupping and what kind of air pressure you're running on them and are you loaded up with a trailer. And I'm going to ask you some of those questions. But cupping of the tires, and especially if it says all season or all terrain on the sidewall, walk outside during this break because you got about four minutes, and see if it says all season or all terrain on it, I'll need to know that too. 
and then I'll help you with the cupping part. Then I also need to know what kind of truck we're talking about as well as the mileage that's on it. So if you get all that information, then we're going to put you on hold. But, Robert, you stay there. Anybody else? 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. 